You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Okay, so there's seven. Seven. One more time. There are seven Tremors movies. That makes as much sense as, what, nine Fast and Furious movies? Eric, how the hell are you doing? Tonight we're talking about Tremors. I am actually pretty excited. I didn't know that they were going to make the seventh Tremors movie, as you are surprised by. And when (sighs) I found it, I thought, oh, great. I want to see some trashy, trashy horror comedy. And I'm going to get it on October 20th, 2020. Thank you. 2020 is not so bad. And uh, Tremors, (laughs) I have to thank for it. I hope I'm not the only one on, on this, Randall. What do you think? Well, okay, so the only thing that surprises me more than discovering the fact that there are now seven Tremors movies is how miserable this movie was. Oh. <laughs> and that, the next surprise is how much people are on board with this franchise. I didn't discover that till after I'd watched the movie, and I was like, well, I'm going to hop on Letterboxd and see what people thought. People like it, and I am bewildered. This movie was not good. I did not enjoy it. <laughs> the last time I saw, this has over an 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. Cr- uh, fans, not critics. Yeah, we're, we're putting it in the so bad it's good category. I think the the fans of Tremors, like myself, who maybe uh, half of which grew up with the series. The first one, obviously the classic, right? With Kevin right. Bacon, Fred Ward, and obviously Michael Gross. Uh, the the original kind of cult classic brought into that, and the second one actually wasn't that bad either. They made that one in '96, and I don't I didn't think that it was bad either. But Fred Ward and Michael Gross came back for that one as well too. It's the third one that they started getting a little crazy with because someone got a computer and thought that they could do something with it, and that CGI was horrible. In well, basically the next three movies, I, I would say. Not to say that this one was any better, but. There was at least improvement. I found, in terms of CGI, I found a couple of questionable scenes, but, like, actually most of the effects weren't bad. What I was amazed by was, like, how decent the scenery looked, how decent the effects looked, yet at the same time, how cheap the movie felt. (laughs) It was, actually. Randall, I will go with you on that one. I am watching it um, on my computer monitor last night because my wife was watching TV, and I have a a 4K monitor, and uh, the first thought was... This movie's actually really pretty. Like, like mm-hmm. it was filmed like a movie. And I was like, wow, this has to be 4K because on 720, this movie probably looked like shit. Like, this movie looked good. Like, would've just, been, fr- you know what I mean? Like, just looked good. Well, I, wouldn't, I, it uh, cool if, wouldn't it have been cool if the editor edited it like a movie? The editing was oh, god awful. Oh, Especially was. at the beginning. And I get that they're trying to be like, yeah, quick pace, get you into the movie and get you excited. Except it didn't get me excited. It was just nonstop cuts like <laughs> it was like taken level like just constant cuts for why for why there was one that actually stood out to me in the beginning and i i, I had a laugh at this i actually re- I had to do a quick 30 second rewind on it too just to make sure and it was it's beautiful um the part when uh hold on, let me pull up the it, the characters here so i can oh i think i know what you're talking about if you are i'm excited okay. yeah it's, it's the part where, where john heater's character is taxed uh, uh has to go find uh bert 
and uh, he's given directions. Um, and oh, here it is. He's given directions. Oh wait, no, wrong one. He's given directions, and he has to go find Bert. And there's this long sequence of him like taking multiple airplanes. I believe there's like a, a a few boat rides involved as well too. There's like dealings with locals who obviously don't speak the language. You know, like is a whole thing. And then he finally gets to this little desert island, convinces Bert Gummer in. I would say, I, I I think it was three sentences, right? Yeah, yeah. That uh, that he could just change his life. So this man, uh, Jimmy, is a god. By the way, let's just give that uh, props right there. But then after he does that, the next scene is a boat of them pulling up at the island. No, it's beautiful. I mean, there was no, there was not even an Indiana Jones map thing. Let's like, and, and that's what this movie was needing. And I was like, these guys are super time trap. They, they're they're jumpers. The pace, oh especially God. at the beginning, like the first, up till that point, after I, after that, I feel like it's better. I feel like maybe they were like, well, we've got the, the we've got the guy, so we can slow down and just have a movie. Because up to that point, it felt like they, it was constantly edited, like edited to just get through the material as fast as livingly possible. And I'm like, is this gonna be the whole movie? And it's just like the scenery is beautiful. You can hold on a shot. Okay, your your audience isn't gonna fall asleep. That'll be later when they're trying to get through your cliched plot. You can hold on a few shots for a little longer than half a second, you know. Oh, I totally agree because some things don't make sense to me at all. Okay, r- riddle me this, guys. Maybe I uh, lost it. We get the beginning of the movie, and we got this um, islander, n- local, I guess, as bait running away from the graboids and then he comes into the kill zone right and nothing happens blah 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 and then we find out that the island has native people on it that's what they say that's what they say that's my question we 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 see one native in the beginning of the movie and we see no other indigenous life or no other no other natives anywhere well, they're busy hardcore parkouring through the through the forest. Oh my god, that they're just living that. their life, man. They don't know about what's going on. They're just trying to to just chill out and survive, you know. <laughs> That's just stupid because the island's not even that big. Because because they film it as this small little island, and then when they pull up to the island, it's like this massive jungle, and it's like, well, how big is this thing? Because when they're riding to it on a boat, up to the boat. It, it, it now, looks now, small. hold on there. Hold on. It looks there, small. There are, That's... There's a cluster of islands in, involved in this, Jordan. And the one island in question is the one that uh, Richard uh, Brake's character purchased because he's some sort of tech billionaire, which is a great excuse for when you need money. And he bought an island, the Dark Island. And you better believe that he genetically modified these, these graboids because the rug, the old ones just ain't fun enough. And this is the seventh Tremor movie, and so we need uh, we need some new makeup and models from these uh, creatures. And by golly, we get it; they look so pretty. It's it's almost like in Turn Ninja Turtles two when we got to see Super Shredder, you know, got to see him beefed up just a little bit, maybe a few more spikes. Okay, so, I guess. And the abilities, so just but they're separate islands. So there was. And they were doing a research. Uh, they were on a, the other island or islands doing research. So, I yeah, I just want to clarify because I came at this like, you know, guns blazing. Um, 
I I really like I love the first Tremors movie. I have vague memories of the second. I don't know if I actually watched the whole thing. Um, but I know that's I think that's where the shriekers or whatever the two legged ones right. come from. Yep, yep. shriekers it, came from. Yep. And that's it that I've seen of Tremors. So I'm coming at Tremors, and maybe this is unfair of me, but I'm coming to Tremors 7 with Tremors 1 being my main frame of reference. And I was a little worried that I'd be confused, like, well, what's the mythology? There's what? There's nothing to worry about there. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I, I they have you, Predator Tremor guys now, I guess. So that's the main, like, I was a little surprised at how little they had kind of evolved. It's like there's the worm guys and the two legged guys. Apparently, they might fly, but I'm guessing they didn't have budget or just didn't want to, you know, deal with that. And, but now one's real big. I mean, it looks right. like all the others, but they say it's really big. So, right. Yeah. So, so the mythology of a tremor is it starts from an egg, goes into the worm, goes and then from the worm into the uh, shrieker. And then it turns from a shrieker into the flying ones, which they're called Say ass, it, blast, ass blasters. Yes, the ass blasters. And in terms of uh, what's his name, I, um, Bert. Bert, yeah, are the the one actor who still needs a paycheck bad enough to keep this franchise going. Um, <laughs> and I get he, he, he's, getting, he's getting he's getting paid. older. He's uh, he. I'm not blaming him at all. I was a little surprised to see, like, I guess it kind of makes sense, but he's kind of got his own, it's become the Burt series. Like, he, it's his franchise, basically. I mean, he's oh, yeah. not in creative control of it, but he's the, he is. what they've hinged it on. He is, he is in creative control of it, yes. Is he? Yes, he is. So, um, he, ever since Tremors 3, uh, the studio... There, you know how you know how in the world of, of film, you know, you got the major studios, you got the small little studios that go out and make the movies, kind of like how they had, you know, back then we, we talked about it on, on your show, Randall, about Jason Voorhees. They had Jason Inc., which made all the Friday right. Teeth movies that gave it to Paramount. That's kind of what's going on with here. Tremors has their own people. It's the same people for the most part. Some have come, you know, some have come and gone. But for the most part, since Tremors won, it's been the same people making it. And then uh, Michael Gross has been so involved in this movie that he has become part of the creative control since Tremors 4, which he yeah. went back to old-timey days, like back Wild West days. It was a So has it, has it become basically a vanity project? Because I noticed the yeah. it's the same director on this one who did the last two. Mm -hmm. And... Jamie Kennedy, I guess, was in the last two. I have a feeling he was meant to be in this one. He was like, no. So they're like, well, we'll bring Napoleon Dynamite on. Because <laughs> I'm not ha having not seen the last two, Napo the character that this Napoleon Dynamite plays feels like a Jimmy Jamie Kennedy-type character. The reason why that Napoleon Dynamite is in this movie and not Jamie Kennedy is, spoiler alert, he is busy filming Scream 5. Right, okay. So, I don't know how he's filming Scream 5. He died in Scream 2, but they're filming Scream 5 right now, and he was contractually obligated to be a part of Scream 5, so he could not be at the set of this, so they had to figure out something else. Travis oh. is his name, and that's why And that's why they said, oh, where's Travis? Oh, he was busted selling magic mushrooms. He's in jail. Right, that was like coming at it. This as not seeing any any since the first one. That's the really the one piece of like 
I guess, ongoing character stuff that felt <laughs> missing because I was like, well, I don't know that guy. I, I could, you could fill it in, you know. But it's like obviously that that's the son of Bert, I guess. That's the son of Bert. Okay, yes. Yeah. Yes. And since you brought up, can we all talk about Napoleon Dynamite? What the fuck is he doing in this movie? Well, hold he's on. Napoleon Dynamite. Come on, he Napoleon Dynamite in this movie. He even did the oh god a few I, times. I mean, that's just that's just kind of his his character of who he is. He's a typecasted role. Um, but they needed a comic relief, and that's just kind of a, a buffoon character, and that's what they got. But this um is supposed to be kind of like the the revisioning, the revamp of. Uh, or maybe even the retcon of the series here when they had the director, obviously, who had done the same three. I think the uh, um, the writer's tagged is, is uh, maybe doing creative stuff as well, too. But either way, uh, this is supposed to be kind of uh, pulling it into the direction of like this world where there are, are hunters and, and, I guess, uh, of the Tremors hunters and... and what they want to say, I guess, just became hunters, of, right. uh, you know, mercenaries and stuff like that who do these types of things for hire. And this is kind of where we're at now because in the other two movies before this one of this revamping, um, let me pull them up here because the first one was in a desert in South America or Africa, maybe. Right. Bloodlines. And the second, second, and the second one, was, one in the snow. was in the snow. Yeah, and um, both of them kind of had. Uh, some organization seeking the the aid or help, you know, the the mercenary aid. Like, hey, get a team together. Oh, I know who we can get. Dun dun dun, and you know, right. big entrance for for Bert Gummer there. That's such a. Okay, I'm sorry. I I'm gonna try not to be so critical, but that's that's because I appreciate. Um. Yeah. After watching this, I did a little bit of research into the previous ones, and I appreciate that it looks like oh, they're kind of this is like a globe trotting series of like. Tremors over here and tremors in the snow and that's cool, but like that setup, that scenario seems like just the laziest, easiest way to like. Well, how can we justify getting this Bert guy into all like every of these uh, scenarios? Oh well, he's well nowned in these people who hunt the tremors down. So then we never have to like work to set up like <laughs> who's this new group of people and why are there suddenly tremors there attacking them? He's done it in I, every movie. Just about he's done every, yeah. every movie where that's okay, his, his so, cue. Just like who can we get? You know, oh, I don't know. And then it's the it's the, the burden true. But see, so, this is go ahead, Randall. Sorry. Oh no, I'm I'm <laughs> it's your show, and I keep interrupting you guys. I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. you're not. It's fine. Oh, I was just saying. You want to talk about thought process? I was listening to a, a podcast um, a few days ago. Uh, and they had Michael Gross on it, and they were talking to him, and and they said, "What got you?" And this is so ridiculous. Uh, just the thought process. They said, "Why, why this movie?" And he said, "I went into the studio, Michael Gross. This is quote, because I, I wrote on my phone. This is what he says. Quote, For money. Michael Gross. No, <laughs> yeah, no. So he said, I went into the studio and said, "Hey, everybody, remember that book, The Deadliest Game? Let's do that with Tremors." And they yes. said, let's do it. Yeah. Because that's what this is. <laughs> yes. Yeah, basically. This is the deadliest, but... deadliest game, right? I mean, that yeah, classic sure. novel. That's exactly would... what this is. I, yeah, I guess it is. In the in the in which case, like instead of hunting humans, they're hunting tr the tram uh, Trim. graboids. Yeah. Um I, I so I don't know. I was watching this 
thinking about what what about Tremors I liked. What about the first one anyway that I hoped maybe they would carry into the franchise that I think is my big disappointment with this movie is like, I think what made Tremors so good was it's it's kind of cheesy, but like the humor, the character, and it's all from just the character interaction. It's 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 not like incredibly clever, but it was amusing and they were likable characters and interesting and kind of real um and then the tremors concept at the time was fresh and i get like by part seven you know what are you going to do they're just going to keep rehashing a bit so i wasn't too concerned about that but what i got here was none of that like none of the like the characters were either cliche or just not really there like there's two women characters. Those two women characters in this could be the same character. They are the exact same character. Which They're one both, are you talking about? The, the, the one with the bow and arrow and the one with the big breast? The, oh, yes. And the reason yeah. why I say the big breast is not to be sexist. It's because her outfit and the way that they filmed her, it was like, hey, look, she has big breast. Like they were oh, not yeah. subtle at all about it. No. Yeah, no, those the, two – those two yeah. there are and to be fair there are three women in this there's the former love interest or the the ex whatever but like those two could be the same women they're basically just the badass chicks the one with the breasts we don't really get to see her being badass but she says things that infers that she's a badass and it, and it, um, and it makes bert love her because of that right i <laughs> the one carryover that i feel like it just wasn't executed well was like the idea that it's not just there's one central leader, even though it keeps shoehorning Bert into that position. Mm-hmm. But they do listen to like input from everybody in the group, which feels like a little bit like what maybe they did in the first one too. And I appreciated that, but it's it's not well executed here. And at a certain point, it's like, why is Bert there? Because everybody else has got the good input, and he's just there to say, yeah, that's right. Right. So it's, it's, I, well, we. And then there's Predator and uh, what's the other movie? Jurassic Park. And that's this movie. We, mm. We've come to a point uh, as, as a fan of expectation with these Tremors because they all follow a pattern. Not just with the uh, mentioned Burt introduction with the other ones that we've mentioned. But each new movie brings another piece, another bit, another evolutionary step in what the Graboids are. And right. From, from yeah, from... One to, to now, because even in Bloodlines, we got a little bit more of the region and where they're at and just kind of uh, an origins, I guess, if you can attempt to call it that, too. But um, even a cold day in hell, uh, the, the, the sixth one where they're I mean, they've traveled now. They can go into ice. And in this one, we learned a few things is that uh, one, they can go in water now, <laughs> which is about damn time. About I'm damn sorry. time you did that. Um, I'm sorry. Also, that they've. They've added new features to these graboids. One um, is that the shriekers, their shriek is now uh, semi-sonic. Oh, right. Okay. And okay. is weaponized. <laughs> right, and, right. And will def- deafen you and uh, if you get close to it and it, it hurts. And uh, so that's pretty cool. Um, I'm sorry. It, it also has the incredible ability to destroy whatever production value you had with cheesy visual effects when they <laughs> oh start screaming. Oh my god, it's so that, that part terrible. was pretty, pretty the, bad. The, the, the filtering ripples there. 
Yeah. I'm so sorry that I, oh I, my, it's just the words that you say, Eric, it's just, it's funny because I don't want it to be true, but it is because the second movie was all about the Shriekers. That was the second movie. Yeah. And not once in that movie did they have that sound wave effect on people. And the whole second movie was about them. So to have the seventh movie, which Shriekers haven't been back since the second movie. Really? So they to, haven't? So yes, so to bring oh. Shriekers back and to be like, hey, we're gonna add like this shockwave thing. It's like, what? The whole well, well, second movie was about them. You have to understand is that in the evolution of of the graboid is that um, the idea is to is to catch the graboid in its worm form uh, before it gets into Shriekers, and if it gets into Ass Blasters, then you're in real trouble because that's when they start laying eggs, yeah. and and then, you then get, you get more worms. That's just that's just bad news when you got an ass blaster. You gotta kill. You gotta stop everything that you're doing right now, and you gotta kill that thing. Okay, okay so, so go ahead, Randall. Oh, I was gonna ask Eric. Um, so okay, yeah, I didn't realize that Shriekers hadn't come back since part two. With that being the last one, I was somewhat familiar with. So I was a little bit like, this is as far as they've gotten. Um, yeah, but so, okay. Okay. I get it. What is the appeal of this movie beyond the little tiny bit of extra tremor or uh, graboid evolution? Because, it, and okay, I've been trashing this thing the whole, the whole episode. I don't think it's definitely not the worst. It's not even the worst I've watched in the last couple of months, but I was kind of excited for it and really bewildered by how kind of dull i found it and uh, part so i don't know what's the appeal like what the the, thrill does this have what does this movie have other than that that carries throughout the series that makes current fans of the franchise happy sure uh the the thrill i feel is is in its campiness it it is very aware of what it is and it's not trying to be anything more than that which is this horror comedy that's just cheesy as all get out it's I would adhere it to the the fans of zombie movies because in that world of of the zombie apocalypse, you know what you're getting into, you know what rules there are, and every so often in a new release of zombie, you get that a bit of a twist. You get that added extra to something that they're doing it different, you know? Okay. Uh, okay. And so I guess you can uh, kind of compare that to maybe the, their their evolution. Uh, the the graboids, albeit not re- not, uh, um, it's not like continually going up the evolutionary ladder. It's sticking to the the the, the three, you know, in in cycle right. of that. So you know, it, you know, if you're going to compare it to like other zombies, I think that's just what it is. Like that's what the thrill is. I, I'm going into it because I know it's, I'm going to see some monster kills and some uh, uh some tremors doing some weird shit and. Uh, that's just I just want to see I just want to see that I I guess I want to see just how bad the movie is going to be I know I'm not going to expect anything great from this movie and I don't think anyone watching it is going to tell you any fan of this series is going to tell you yeah I'm going in here and I'm expecting the next masterpiece we know it's it's campy and that's why we enjoy it because it's just a simple just silliness almost you know. It's like uh, 
it, it's exactly what you would play on the on the jungle gyms in your recess at school. You know, you would you know don't touch the ground, and the floor is lava, and you gotta shoot everything. Uh, so I think I can respect it more if I, knowing this is part seven, like if I transpose if I lay this over top of almost any other horror franchise that's been long enough to have a uh, a sequel titled Bloodlines. Um, <laughs> like, okay, so if I compare the Hellraiser, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah, okay, if I go from the first one to the seventh of any of those series, it's probably going to be a similar type of change in qualities that make, you know. So, okay, I can I can get it. I just like... My big disappointment, I just didn't realize it had gone full because right away I was like, outside of an Asylum movie, and this is not that bad. This is not Asylum quality. <laughs> this seems higher quality for sure. But outside of an Asylum movie, like it's rare that I see a movie where I'm like, this is made to sell to the sci-fi channel or to a cable network to run during the day. Um, I didn't realize that's quite where this franchise had gone because the first movie was like cheesy it knows like the premise, like it's just a monster movie, which are inherently cheesy, but like it embraces that, but at the same time works to elevate it in in simple ways, I guess. And I didn't realize they just like full camp. We're just camping it up. And yeah. it, I think and the way like giving the fans that service as well too, by not changing the formula that they've well now just kind of uh, uh, pigeonholed themselves into. I mean, and I get that they're kind of doing a full circle thing without going spoilers on this, but like they really, I mean, I was familiar with the scenes they they were referencing at the end of this movie. So like, yeah, they definitely didn't change the formula too much, I guess. Well, if you guys want to talk about something serious compared to camp, uh, Eric, I think I told you this story before. Randall, you might find this very interesting. There was a show that was shot two years ago tremors the show starring kevin bacon you can find it on 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 youtube you can find the actual trailer on youtube and it's a hundred percent taken for serious and that's the tremors movie that i want and bert gummer michael gross himself says no not why i'm still alive and the show got canceled after the pilot Really, That's... and the sh and the show is amazing. So the plot of the first season, they never filmed it; they only filmed the pilot. But Kevin Bacon signed on, and he's in it. If you if you go to YouTube, and fans are listening, if you go to YouTube and you type "Tremors TV Show Kevin Bacon," right, you will find the trailer. And the plot basically is all the sequels have or have not happened. They don't say that. But Kevin Bacon's character from the first movie, Val, has become a bona fide rock star, so to speak. And he's a celebrity. That's because that's what happened to his character. And now he is completely down and out on his luck. And he moves back to perfection where the first movie took place. And he has a daughter that has nothing to do with him. And he's an alcoholic, down and out. Uh, and, and you know, down on your luck, and he's begging for graboids to come back so we can kill them to be famous again, and they do. And it's him and his daughter, and they are going toe to toe against graboids. That's the first season; they never filmed it, but it's an amazing thing to check out. 
that's what this should be. Michael Gross is destroying this franchise. 100%. Well, sure. I mean, then he wouldn't be the star of the movie. It'd be Kevin Bacon, the actual star of Tremors. That doesn't sound good. You guys both cannot tell me. I I hope you don't. I'm sorry. That sounds like a good reimagining, does it not? I mean, it's not reimagining. It's a, it's a continuation of the story, right? Continuation, but reimagining right. from everything that's happened. And it's like, okay, we're going to kind of like give this new life. And I think that story makes sense. I want to see Tremors 8 with Michael Gross, Val, and the guy who played what, Earl? Fred Ward. Uh, you know, I, Ward. I, would, I would agree uh, with you on that because a movie – or a series like that is getting something uh, back to the original, you know, like that type of story. It's not going crazy with the hyper CGI, with the ass blasters and the evolution and uh, all the mercenary characters and the extra extra and all that shit is getting back to what made this movie popular. And that's just a good old game of the hot, the floor is hot lava and don't touch it and shut the fuck up also. Right. So. Be- yeah, be- because in the first movie, you have them swinging on those poles or whatever to rock to rock. Um, one other thing that I have to say before we get into our popcorn ratings is this movie, it was weird to me because this was made for Netflix. So there's no rules, really. Uh, this movie's bloodless. And I was completely shocked by that. I mean, like, there's some blood, but not really. I mean, like, yeah, getting- it is. We're getting guys being torn through a porter potty, and we see nothing. Not in the budget, man. You know what I mean? I mean, like, there's no. <laughs> it is not in the budget. I'm like, that's, there is not a lot of. There's not a lot. That's of extra gore. fluid simulation they have to do yeah. if they're gonna do it in shots with the CG uh, graboid. They're not gonna waste yeah, the time. We're, we're getting an extra two months on that to get the blood done, sir. It's like, ah, no, fuck it, wrap it I up. I didn't. I didn't mind that. The first Tremor, the first, and I'm sorry to keep mentioning the first movie again as my frame of reference. Like, there was some gory stuff, but like that wasn't necessarily like the focus of of Tremor. So I w- wasn't too bothered by that. Um, well, sure, you could not be bothered by it, but now we're in the seventh one of the franchise. You're expecting for them to jump the shark a little bit, for God's sakes. I'm expecting for them to Fonzie jump the shark kind of style. Speaking of jump the shark, like. So they can swim, but we never see it in water. No, we, we never see it in water. And I love that the Godzilla uh, the queen tremor, as they say, always has to pop out and do a stupid spin because that's cool for some reason. When did that spin start? There. Was that? That wasn't. That's, uh, Michael that's Bay? In like, okay, yeah. Was that a different movie altogether? Because I was like, I've seen that. It was in Transformers in the first one on the highway scene, if you remember that. Oh, yes, you're right. It was, it's a, got, yeah, it was a big, yeah. big uh, Optimus Prime scene of him kind of going into it. So, like, that was, that's a big one. Um, I'm sure it's been in other movies as well, too. But that's it's stupid. That, it's stupid. I'm thinking of. Well, the whole concept of there being a, a queen is uh, a little silly as well, too. And, yeah, it, when you have the box art uh, and give the illusion of maybe these things are now in water and can swim now right. which would be awesome and then only make mere mention of it and not even like they swim but it's more like they just shoot themselves in a torpedo like fashion from island to island i'd rather we we dumb. guess yeah the, the script shoots them from island to island we have no other <laughs> indication of that 
the, yeah, no, I mean, they could have been, that's, and this is when it, when it comes to like bad movies, yeah, like there's good bad movies and then there's just bad movies. Like, I don't feel like this is them trying for something and failing bad. This is lazy bad. And that's my problem. Like, okay, so it's in the water. Maybe we could do a cool, like tense boat scene or like there's none of the tension of the first movie where the floor is lava and they have to play that out. And there's long scenes about with them, like trying to stay off the ground. There's none of that. There's one scene where it's like, it's right under you. Oh, I guess we should stop walking. And then old lady's just going to walk right up. Hey guys. Hey, what are you doing? Even though she should know that it's right there. Cause she's listening to them. You got to stay still. I could take care of myself and then just casually <laughs> walk around while they're like trying to stay still. I'm, I was like, no, where's the, that's not even, you're not even trying guys. It's, there's no attempt to even try. Yeah. They're, they're I think, talking. I think they're having conversation. They're having dialogue. Like, oh yeah, they're strictly having dialogue. It's terrible. I don't yeah. Know. Okay. Yeah, but, I, and I'm sorry again. No, no, no. I, sorry, I, I agree with Eric, it because, because that's, that's what the first one, why it made it so good is because it was a bit of a horror comedy. It was a, supposed to be kind of like, I guess you can feel like a horror film. Or, you know, for uh, a monster movie, at least for the first Tremors. But it had playfulness to it. It had antics, you know. It was, uh, um, you know, just a kind of chemistry that went with the with the actors as well, too. Right. And it, I can understand that. It, it completely works on, the, on that part because you had more tension-building moments there. You, you didn't know what was going to happen next. You had these people who were discovering it all for the first time. And so, you know, they, they're realizing, okay... Get up off the floor. Okay, don't say anything. Um, okay, certain things, you know, rocks are better than than cars. You know, uh, kind of. Right. Uh, and the, the the adapting knowledge that you'd gain from something like in a monster movie, but on this one, it's just like a full on like just a, a cock walk. It's just, there's so much just just arrogance in this, including again, uh, we don't talk about uh, the the uh, the antagonist in this movie. The the tech billionaire guy played by Richard Brake who is just like uh, yeah I don't care what you say I know that you know everything and you guys have been killing these things for years and I'm brand new to it but I'm a hunter and I have a code and just like this kind of badass thing with his yellow lenses on and thinking he's all badass but that part was ridiculous too because as a hunter given your, your like third failed attempt where you again half your squad has been wiped out by these things, you should probably get in your head and say, oh, maybe I bit off a little bit more than I could chew. Maybe I created uh, these monsters and I made them a little bit too powerful type of thing. But Fuck that guy. That guy is a fucking idiot, by the way. I just want to say that because that guy's not dangerous at all. There are so many missed opportunities, Eric. I mean, like, uh, the uh, the playboy, you know, guy who's like, hey, I'm going to wear these yellow glasses look like a fucking tard. He he's he he's he's he doesn't fucking do anything to any other character that we care about to make us afraid of him. And there were certain opportunities like uh, what was it like that main chick uh, that was supposed to be uh, Michael Gross's like ex lover blah 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 blah. Yeah. Like she's from like, the first movie, by the way. Right. The movie is begging for him to capture a character that we like and torture them to piss off Bert so we can come and save them. Make this guy slimy. Make this guy an evil guy. There are literally scenes where I'm like, oh my god, okay, he's going to snap. He's going to snap. He's going to get somebody, and he doesn't. 
And I'm just like, that's so so stupid. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, especially just, his final showdown on, on on a bridge, on a bridge for God's with a sake. pistol, and he's just shooting. He's like, no, I'm not leaving. And it's like that. That's the laziness. Like it would be too much work to like write up some <laughs> interesting character conflict. Instead, we'll just make him act crazy. He's crazy, and everybody's afraid of him because he's scary. But we're not going to show why. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like he he he, actor, he doesn't go crazy. He's terrible. And that actor is great. I like that guy. I he like there's one scene where he's intimidating and it's like, yeah, he seems intimidating. Like he could be a nasty character, but like his character isn't cuz it's not written to really do anything to just to like earn yeah. us thinking that. But the actor is good. Make him. I mean like I mean like this this movie's so crazy. Make him be like, "Oh, my dad was Eaten by grab boys. Make him have a personal vendetta and make him snap and make him uh, go after a character that we like. Maybe not an old character. Maybe a new character in this movie that we like. Maybe have have him go after the Napoleon, you know, dynamite guy and torture him and and show us that torture to make us go, oh my god, this guy's actually a bad guy, you know. But no, nothing of that. It's like. Oh, well, okay, you hurt my feelings. See you later. I'm going to skedaddle. It, it, because mean, he has the, – the whole idea is that this guy is – he has a hobby in hunting, and it's it's a very you know, real hobby for him, and he enjoys it a lot And to the point where he bought his own island, and now he's also making it so that it's, it, it's an excursion that other billionaires can pay him for the service of going to this island and getting the thrill of, a, of a, the new type of hunt. You know the right. the, the most dangerous game, as it were. And right, but have him be the bad guy. Have him do bad things. I mean, he's he just he's does. just a dummy idiot, man. He was just he's just another body to kill. I think that's uh, the other part of it too. Is you need a uh, you need bodies to kill, and um, they killed a lot of people in this one. <laughs> they did. Okay, so um, I said this before, but uh, but but we definitely got to get into our popcorn race. But before we do. Eric, you're very famous in Movie Guys podcast history of saying no body, no death. That's right. Randall, I'll ask you real quick. Randall, is Burt Gummer dead? Right. Okay. Uh, (laughs) No body, no death. Hold on, hold on, Randall. uh, Before you answer that, please uh, remind us again how we assume uh, Burt died. Please, yeah. We see him. Okay, explain like the scenario why explain, we would just think explain the maybe scene. he's dead. Just describe the scene. He. Okay, so for me, how it plays out is he committed suicide unnecessarily. It looks like he jumps into in the front of the graboid as it's because they're doing the cliff thing again. Why the middle in, finger? The yeah. middle. He just turns around. Gives it, flips him the middle finger, jumps right into front of the front of the graboid's mouth as the graboid flies at the camera. It looks pretty. It looks fairly clear that he goes into the mouth. Graboid flies off the cliff or hill or whatever it was onto some spikes that explode instantaneously. <laughs> um, I, I realized they were like there was a detonator, but anyway, to me it looked like yeah, no, he's dead. That said. We don't see his body afterwards. It is like I could tell real quick by this movie that like they could just write that away for a sequel if they really <laughs> wanted to. Confirmed by what I read later about um, uh, Bert, uh, Michael Gross saying 
that, yeah, if it sells well, he'd definitely like to come back because, uh, you know, you never know. You never know what would happen, what happened to his character or something like that. Um, Mm -hmm. I think based on what we say, seen, he is dead and it was totally unnecessary. He could have jumped the other way. He wanted to kill himself. We watched him commit suicide. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, but they could easily just throw away line in the sequel to wash it away. It's fine. We didn't see his corpse, his mangled corpse. So sure. Eric, what about you? I, I just, there is such a, a joy that comes over me when in a movie like this, when something that usually does not blow up just blows up. You know? <laughs> For no reason. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, there was obviously, you know, they tried to, 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 to plot fix it there a little bit. Uh, by oh we'll put detonators on here too and the, uh, of course the timing is always just right too but the visual that that Randall had described and that uh, that same one that I see in this movie is a monster a queen graboid falling onto uh, a fashion sp- in spikes in the bottom of a cliff um, impaled and as soon as it impaled it blows up and that and and I enjoyed that. And I just, I want to thank everyone involved in that scene. They really were like just wooden spikes or wooden like spears, basically. <laughs> like there's nothing, no machinery to it to explode. So yeah, I thought it was kind of funny. There was, uh, do, you, do you guys remember like uh, that, that Adult Swim show Aqua Teen Hunger Force at all? They, yeah. They had little bits yeah. in that where uh, the characters, whenever they had something and they would throw it or like discard it, be like, ah, screw this thing. They'd throw it down the ground that it would it would just blow up. Every time, mm-hmm. every every time, and I, it's just love it. Just it, I, I think it's just a ridiculous, just just thing to kind of happen because a lot of movies do it seriously. Yeah. No, I uh, I mean like Eric is the one that convinced me. Um, of all the years that that I've reviewed movies and the millions of movies that I've seen, uh, Eric has changed my mind years ago. He always has said, and I always agree with him, Jordan. Yes, Eric. Did you see the body? No. He ain't fucking dead. No body. No death. Come on back, Bert. So we need I you for eight. That's how they do. This and feels every okay. Every time Eric has proved me, proved every time Eric's right. Every time. Not to get on a total like I don't want to take it on a tangent, but like. Now, I'm assuming you guys have seen the most recent Halloween movie from, yeah. what was it, 2000? Was it last year, 2019, 18? Uh, 2018. We reviewed it. Yep. Um, other than the fact that they announced pretty quick, and it's a Halloween movie, that there was going to be sequels. Like, in that case, we see Michael trapped in a fire, and then there's a shot of the fire. We don't see Michael. And I was like, nobody. He's, he's, why would you? He's coming back. This feels from what we saw more definitive than that scenario. But again, there was no corpse, like you said. So Michael Myers Brand- is, is a different, yeah, different type R- of being. I don't know, man. So he's the, my Michael gross is 70 something. And he's still, <laughs> he's still killing graboids. I think he's, he's the real boogeyman. No, I Randall. Don't worry. Two years from now, three years tops. I'm going to be calling you and saying, Hey, Randall, guess what? 
Tremors 8, bud. And you're just going to go, is Michael Gross in it? Yep. How? We're going to fucking find out, bud. Was this going to be the return of Bert or the resurrection? <laughs> Tremors resurrection? What other uh, subtitles haven't they used yet? Uh, Son of Tremors, Revenge of Tremors, uh, Curse Bert of Tremors. Lives. Bert lives. <laughs> of- I mean. I mean, like, all that classic 50s shit. So let's get into our popcorn ratings real quick. Uh, Randall, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let uh, Eric go first so you kind of give a, a, a spin on how we do our popcorn ratings again. For the fans, if this is your first time listening, our popcorn ratings are very simple. Uh, it is a, a no bag, meaning no bag of popcorn. You think it's, think it's bad, it's terrible, don't see it. A small bag, a medium bag, and it's self-explanatory. A large bag is a great uh, film, I would definitely get a large bag of popcorn. So, Eric, what is your popcorn rating? Okay. For for Tremors, Shrieker Island, with no Shriekers really on the island, like nine of them. There's go a ahead. few of them. Okay. I mean, I mean, it's it's called Shrieker Island, so I'm anyway. Go ahead. You're right. You're right. I, I would agree. It's uh, it's falsely advertised, and I don't think that um a lot of what was said here tonight, boys, either from Jordan, especially from Randall, was untrue. Not one of it, and I, I'm going to support <laughs> you on, on a lot of that too. I I never tried to defend the Tremors movies. I know that it's a very much an acquired taste from the same people who um, maybe have Troll Two on DVD, are the same people who are going to watch this movie here, and it, it delivers every time on its promise that it's going to give you some nice juicy camp shit in under two hours, and it it sure did. Uh, there was. Uh, lack of blood, but you know what? It, I guess it really didn't matter because they got some horrible, ho- oh, horrible kills. Just it really didn't make any sense. They they break all the rules that they make in all the other movies, and I'm at a point where this is more comedy than horror to me, and that's why I think I I, I like it. I don't know where else they could go with this. I would imagine that if they are going to make a night, wait a second, um, not if it's going to be when right. Right, they make right. an eight. Yeah, come on. Stay with that positivity. That Jamie Cady will come back, and we're going to get a little bit more uh, more spice to this story. I don't know where they're going to go with it. Maybe they actually will go into water this time, but then we'll just get something like a Piranha 3D movie all over again, basically. Um, Please. This movie is in the same, uh, uh, I guess, rating as the other ones, just, I guess, more the same. So I'm going to give this a medium bag with some extra juice on it. So a lot of butter on that. I enjoy it because it is supposed to be just just dumb and a silly, stupid movie. And I, I like that for what that is. It is not a good movie. I, I will recommend that uh, if you are not familiar with the series or don't if you do not like monster movies, this is not the movie for you. But if you're in to just have a good time and maybe you're the person that, that laughed at Human Centipede, then this might be uh, something that you would enjoy. Okay, so for me, I'm 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 not definitely as as gracious as as, as Eric is uh, for like the sixth time in 2020. This is going to be a no bag. I mean, I'm not going to spend any popcorn on it. Uh, this is bad. I'm so glad I share a Netflix account with somebody because technically I didn't pay for it. I, I mean, this is, <laughs> this is this is this is this is bad. Um, Tremors and me individually has a great history. Because the first one, you know, I was born in 87, so I grew up in the 90s, and there was two movies on TNT around the clock, 24 hours. It was Shawshank Redemption, and it was Tremors. And I watched the original Tremors I don't know how many damn times. Uh, 
Um, so seeing from when the franchise began to where it is now kind of breaks my heart because I never thought of it being a Burt franchise. I thought it, of it being a Kevin Bacon franchise uh, at the most, and that's what it should be. Uh, to have the Graboids change into Shriekers, okay, you got to change it up a little bit, but the Ass Blasters, oh my god, just a horrible design, a horrible thought. I, this, 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 this is something I can't stand behind at all, and it's called Shrieker Island. So, like, Shriekers haven't been involved in the franchise really since the second one, so I'm expecting them to go into an island infested with Shriekers. Like, that's what I was looking for. You know what I was looking for? Because I always bring it up. I was looking for aliens. Alien 2. That's all I was looking for. I was looking for a team of mercenaries going to an island infested with Shriekers and just shooting the shit out of them. I was not expecting a ripoff of the deadliest uh, game. I, I was this is terrible. Bert needs to be out of the franchise. He's not good. And his little stupid puns, his, his oh, it's just so bad. It's just not good. This is probably one of the top 10 worst films I've reviewed this year. It's bad. <laughs> It, it's it's absolutely horrible. See, and, and just give this, this, and then I'll give my official rating. I have two monitors. One's hooked up to my PlayStation, and one's my, is, and, and one's my Mac. And I was watching the movie and playing NHL 2020 at the same time. Because I was just like, okay, I don't need to pay attention to this, really. Others, others listen to it, you know, because you don't need, because you don't need audio for hockey. You know, just shoot the puck. Sure. And then it's like, oh, okay, 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 something's happening. Oh, an abandoned bunker from World War II. Why? Because fuck you. That's why. You know, I just, it just oh, what? Oh my God, is that Napoleon Dynamite? Yeah, fuck you. That's why. It's just a bad movie. No bag. This movie's terrible. Don't ever fucking see it. I don't care. <laughs> just don't fucking see it. So, Randall, you are our guest. We are giving the popcorn rating to you, bud. What is your popper rating for Tremors, Shrieker Island? I am also going to give this no bag. Thank you! Like Sorry. I said, this is not the worst produced movie I've seen even this year, but it is bad in the worst way in that it's lazy. There are obviously limitations. Like, we don't see the villagers, like we mentioned. We don't have an island full of Shriekers, like you mentioned, uh, because budget limitations i'm sure but even if there weren't the there was obviously enough to make it look nice and it was wasted it was all wasted because the script is terrible the director uh, this guy needs to get out of the series for sure because like it's obvious he's such a hack and he's such a jobber look at his filmography i looked up his filmography after it's all direct to video <laughs> sequels direct to video sequels of move of like there's like bullet point two or bulletproof two came out last year what all direct to video sequels or like b grade military missionary uh or uh not missionary what's the word um well, 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 Randall, you know, he also does uh, the Jarhead sequels, which I can't believe those are sequels. Right. But like, it's all, just, he's like, more yeah. interested in, in just like, let's just give some guys and a couple girls some guns and have them walk around. Oh, mercenaries. And, mercenaries. Thank you. 
and that's the movie and like that's what he's interested in and that's not doesn't make for a good movie a i feel like he's not particularly interested in the tremors he maybe if anything he likes bert bert's not that particularly interesting in this either <laughs> every time there's a slow-mo explosion for whatever reason maybe it's because he's old and he's slow He's in the back of the line of the people running away from it. And <laughs> so you see Bert, you see Bert Mall walking away from explosions. It kind of takes the impact out of the explosion. It's like there you go. that guy's too old. Just film the explosion and then cut to his reactions. Don't have him in the shot. Um But yeah, anyway, my main point is it's it's lazy. Like the script and the filmmaking is pretty lazy. It could have been you can have good in camp. This is so phoned in, like you don't. This isn't good or camp. This isn't like camp. This is just lazy and boring. And that was, I think, the most shocking thing. I watched Invasion of the Pod People earlier this year, an asylum film, uh, and I was more entertained by that because at least, like, the whole time you when you watch a really bad movie, you just kind of watch bewildered, like how, why. This, it's just like I didn't care. It was boring and. To, to kind of follow up on what Jordan was saying about playing games. Now, if I'm going to watch a movie to review it, I try not to be distracted. I didn't care on this one. I wasn't playing video games, but I was looking up the history of Tremors while this was playing because I, it was just kind of dull. Like, if you're going to give a bunch of dudes guns in the in the jungle and then rip off Predator and then play it off like an homage and by calling it out, it wasn't. Um, it should be more interesting than this. <laughs> it's like the, if you give anybody guns and just like, here's a monster, it should always be more interesting than what we got here. Um, that said, like if this is where the franchise is gone, if people are, people like it, people like it. So if, if you know what this, what you're getting into, you might enjoy this. I, for whatever reason, had expectations and uh, was Ooh. disappointed. So I'm going no bags. Uh, no just, bag just, for me, no just, bag for Randall. Just a and note. Medium. Wow. Real quick is that the writer-director, um, Don Michael Paul, uh, looking at his whew, his his, uh, uh, his writing career is just amazing. He did, first off, let's start, let's start big. Okay, Harley Davidson, the Marble Man. He did Harley Davidson, and I, somehow that eluded me. <laughs> That's his one good movie, then. That's also, actually a good movie. He also co-produced it, apparently. Yeah, because I was going to say, he also did Who's Your Caddy in 2007. It's okay if you guys don't remember that movie. I sure as hell do. It stars Big Boy from Outcast. Oh, my God. It is one of the most amazing exploitation movies of the 2000s. If you guys want to hear a bunch of people say, blang, blang, and badunkadunk in a movie repeatedly while they play golf, I have the movie for you because it's written <laughs> that's written by a white man. It's it is fantastic. Uh, but again, I, I guess with that being said, he's doing bulletproof too. Uh Kindergarten Cop too as well. Wow. Yeah. The Kindergarten Cop too. Here's here's what I see in this. I was like, oh that this tells me everything. Death race beyond beyond anarchy. Okay. A, a direct video sequel of Death to Death Race. I'm assuming the more modern remake of Death Race. The Scorpion King Book of Souls. Something called, oh, there's Sniper Legacy. Sniper Ghost Shooter. I was like, Jarhead 2 Field of... 
why how are they gonna make whatever uh, blake placid the final chapter like so this is kind of his bread and butter this is like cheesy uh low budget horror cheesy low budget like uh soldiers put them together and you kind of have this mm-hmm. yeah please please don't make another movie you're done <laughs> dude i mean he's you know dude he's working like he's he, working he's, he's doing he's, he's he's doing it but he's bad he directed three movies that came out in 2018 holy crap he he does at least two to three a year since 2013 that's insane so he's he, working it works you, you can tell he, he just is pumping him out he is definitely the Dirk Diggler of uh, Hollywood, just pumping up <laughs> shit, like just terrible. Uh, hopefully next week won't be terrible because next week everybody who's listening to the show will be joining Eric and I for the last movie in our 80s teen comedies. We didn't know how to end it, but we're going to end it with Once Bitten, uh, the Jim Carrey vampire movie. Uh, so we're going to be doing that one coming up in the following week, and then we're going to end the month of November with Elena Holmes. And then December is going to be a fun month with our Movie Guys Podcast Awards. Make sure everybody check out movieguyspodcast.podby.com for that. And also you can uh, check them out on EMC. And that's where Randall, if you want to give a quick plug real quick, what are, what is EMC and what's what's going on with your shows? Yeah, hey, first off, thanks you two for having me on again. It's fun. I realize I've been very venomous this episode, but like, uh, I'll let you in on a secret. My I kind of love ranting about movies I hate, so it's all good. <laughs> um, those are kind of my favorite reviews to do. Uh, yeah, I, I I run the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network, which you can find at that address, electronicmediacollective.com. And uh, I also am a co-host of the Grolix Podcast and its movie podcast spinoff, Grolix Cinematic Universe, but really we're covering movies on Grolix Podcast now anyway. <laughs> And so that's uh, this year. It's been a weekly live stream show, and then I usually put the uh, uh, Thursdays at 8 p.m. If you go to grolicspodcast.com, you'll be able to find a link to where we stream pretty much everywhere. And then also that the, our live streams go up in podcast form, uh, like the following Monday. And lately, our thing has been Monster of the Week, where we will pick a like a hey, we're gonna do vampires or. Nicholas Cage, Monster of the Week, and nice. uh, we'll each each of us host. There's uh, me and two other people, Melanie and Jesse, and we'll watch separately, watch like different movies of that fell into that theme, and then talk about it. Plus, we do TV and movie news. So yeah, that's what I do. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Randall, on this one, and uh, thank you everybody for listening to this most recent Movie Guys podcast. And again, check us out on all the social media platforms. Eric and Randall, thank you so much for joining me. And Movie Guys Podcast will be back next week for Once Bidden. Have a good night.